Good afternoon and good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders in Customer Loyalty Series. In this series, we have the pleasure of speaking with brand leaders about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Beth Johnson. She's the Chief Experience Officer at Citizens Financial. Beth, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thanks for having me, Mark. Absolutely. First off, uh, we'd like to know a little bit about uh, the people that we're speaking with uh, on a more personal level to start these off. So we'd love to know a little bit more about you, you know, what you do at uh, Citizens Financial and maybe a fun fact. You have uh, 14 kids, you like to extreme ski. You know, what's a fun fact about yourself? Yeah, happy to do it. So I am, the, as you said, the Chief Experience Officer at Citizens. We created the position about two and a half years ago, and then um, our CEO let me name, name the role. And so its foundation is really about how do we build disruptive capabilities for a rapidly digitizing uh, environment and, and banking universe. And so that includes building out our digital capabilities. So whether that's human-centered design or how we think about digital first customer experience, it's our marketing and comms organization. So when you talk about brands, that's near and dear to, uh, to my heart and what I think is going to make us all successful in the future. Um, customer data and analytics. I don't think you can actually have a digital transformation without thinking about your data assets and the analytics underpinning it as well as enterprise payments. So how do we think about payment strategy and innovation in a rapidly changing dynamic? And then our agile transformation efforts. So how do we do it all better across the company and deliver faster for our customers? And the reason we named it the experience organization and myself, the chief experience officer, is because the way we're gonna win is to have those capabilities focused on customers, customer needs and solving problems that those customers have in their financial journeys. Um, so while I thought about my fun fact, because you, you, know, you did give me the heads up, I thought I could go a couple of ways, but I, I have a very exciting thing happening next week. So I've always had a little bit of a fascination with sharks. Um, I grew up in Akron, Ohio, so I was not surrounded by a lot of water or sharks. But at the beginning of COVID in a charity auction, my husband and I um, bid on a raffle for a Shark Week expedition. So next week, I get to be on a boat, actually, in one of the filming of one of the episodes for Shark Week. So that's pretty exciting, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's good. Uh, hopefully, that's uh, I've never actually seen Shark Week, uh, but I hear it's a great series. So hopefully, you're safe getting through that. You should you should watch it. It's, I've actually been watching it for however many years it's been on. So I'm, oh. I'm quite obsessed. Yeah, that's good. Uh, unfortunately, I have four kids that are heavily involved in athletics, so I, I don't have weekends nor free time right now, but soon there'll be two less of them. So hopefully I'll have more free time then. It'll be good. Um, for those who don't know about Citizens Financial, uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the bank, the brand, what you guys do, where you're located? Sure. So Citizens is a full service bank. So we service customers that are retail customers, small business customers, medium sized and large corporates, pretty robust product set. So that can be your you know, traditional banking products like a checking account or savings account, as well as basic loans. We're in capital markets on the um, commercial side, as well as basic cash management and lending products. And well, I'll really say we're unique in a couple of different ways. Um, we were focused on an 11 state footprint in the Northeast, but we're really national. We're national in some direct-to-consumer lending businesses like Student, where Citizens excels and has deep insight around, around students and their needs and the products to support them. We have a national business with Citizens Pay, 
That's our buy now, pay later business. You probably don't know it, but if you finance your iPhone through the iPhone upgrade program, that's actually citizens powering that upgrade through that buy now, pay later process. Okay. And, and national on the commercial side. As I said, we, we work a lot with private equity companies and other um, corporations nationally as we think about helping them through their financing needs and, their, and working with them holistically. Okay. When you uh, look at customer loyalty, we you know have a growing brand membership. We talk to brands on a daily basis uh, about all facets of customer loyalty. But at the heart of that is understanding how people define customer loyalty and what it means to uh, the organization. So you know, what does customer loyalty mean to you and, and to citizens? Yeah, maybe I'll start with our brand promise. So a couple of years ago, we really started to think about how can the citizens brand be unique in a, in a often not differentiated, frankly, brand landscape in financial services. And where we really think about customer loyalty and that differentiation is our brand promise around made ready. And what that's all about is supporting our clients and customers through their journeys and making sure we're there to help them when times are hard as well as when times are good. And doing that as a financial service is provider that can often be in a very emotional experience. And it's a recognition that it's not always easy, right? We're not about getting to retirement at the end and being on the beach. We're there to help you through all the different stages of your life and get you there. And in, in COVID, that could be about, you know, just giving you information on stimulus checks that are coming or how to survive as a small business uh, during that time, all the way through the good times. And that's really the brand promise for citizens. And when we think about customer loyalty, it's enabling them and helping them and earning uh, their, you know, sort of love, I'll almost say, right, during that time period. Okay. When you look at um, uh, kind of that transition, you know, how do you manage that? Because obviously when times are good, times are bad, being able to listen to and understand the customers is a unique challenge. You talked about data analytics, being able to segment that. And, and some people don't necessarily think that banks are always there for them in good and bad times. And you guys are doing a great job. That How are you managing that process? Yeah, we, we have a lot of customer listening posts and we do it in a variety of ways. And, and so I can confidently say our net promoter scores were never higher than they were during COVID, which I think is a great measurement of that. But we, we are a net promoter shop. So we do measure both transactional and relationship uh, net promoter scores for our businesses. We've done a really good job of feeding that information back to our front line. So whether that's a retail banker in a branch or the head of wealth management, we have digital and mobile tools to enable people to get that information real time and respond to it, which I think is really helpful. And, and then it's just the recognition, right, that, you know, in, in COVID on the commercial side, we went out, our relationship managers went and talked to every single client that we had and talked to them about what it was going to take to help them through this time period. So lots of different ways to listen to our customers, to incorporate it into what we do, both on the front line and how we think about things holistically as a company. Okay. Uh, recently, Citizens Financial, you launched your second uh, annual banking experience survey. Uh, can you tell we, us a little bit about the survey, uh, the research, and what the findings uh, they showed? Yeah, so we launched a survey starting out in COVID just to understand what was happening with banking customers, again, across the broad spectrum of retail and business to say, with this huge acceleration in digitization and digital we've seen in COVID, what does it mean for our customers and what does it mean for um, whether or not these shifts are here to stay? And it's been pretty interesting. We already knew that people were becoming more and more digital in the way they thought about their financial lives. But we've seen through the survey that that's sticking and it's only increasing. And it's both 
retail customers, us as consumers, but also our business customers, which I think it tends to surprise people more. So 90% of consumers, but also 86% of business customers have said they prefer in many instances to bank digitally and that those changes are here to stay. Now, that doesn't mean they only want to interact with us through digital channels, but it does mean that a lot of times for those simple interactions that can be done seamlessly and be done through digital interactions, they want it digital. It can also mean that in a physical interaction that they want to have a human when something's complex, but they tell us that they're willing to have that human interaction be through things like video versus just in person. And, and as we're doing today with, with a conversation like this, so we've seen a pretty tremendous shift in not what people need, but how they want to interact with their banks and how we can support them. Okay. You talked a little bit about uh, kind of the, the preferences. Uh, the customer experience trends are obviously very important uh, coming out of your, your research study. You know, were there some other key topics around, you know, experiences, preferences? You talked about, you know, the 90% of the consumers and 86% of the uh, brand, uh, 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 businesses wanting to have uh, banking uh, digitally. What else did you see from a customer experience expectation perspective? Yeah, I think the other interesting piece of this was really about how do you how do you get more sophisticated and how you leverage technology and what are customers willing to offer in that equation and what do we need to provide to meet their needs? And I'll give you a couple of examples on this, but I thought it was pretty interesting. So we touched on data and analytics. Um, you know, we actually saw a huge jump up. 82% of our business customers said that they were comfortable sharing their data with us if we were able to offer them better value and insight and help in managing their business. That's up from 71% only the year before. So we continue to see this behavioral shift, and I think we all do it in our lives, that I'll give you information. I'm happy to have you use my information if you do it in a way that's highly relevant for me and helps me. So that was a pretty interesting shift we've seen. I think the other change in the how was this idea of digital doesn't mean your mobile app, right? I think it, it, a mobile app is incredibly important. And we all think about the mobile app as digital, you know, first, but it's more than that. It's, it's how do I um, interact with you on the seamless things through maybe a mobile channel, but as I said, use digital enablers when I want to have that in-person interaction to facilitate or to just add on to really good in-person interactions through video. We've also seen people get more and more comfortable with, um, with digitally enabled insight for your, your, you know, your relation manager relationship manager that's talking to you or in the content I provide you. you. You do a lot on brands, but content is so important in addition to those real-time interactions. And we just continue to see people get more comfortable with those kinds of um, those kinds of interactions with us and, and with their banks in general. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, technology is a big uh, discussion uh, area with uh, the brands that so we meet with them and discuss uh, kind of open uh, topics on all facets of the customer and multi-customer experience and new technologies, you know, AI, ML, uh, are, are big uh, part of a, a number of brands, you know, customer experience and customer loyalty efforts. You know, what role do you think technologies should or could or can play in that, those, those efforts? I think they're critically important. So I always first say when I talk to technology companies or, or people I'm interacting with is let's not forget 
job number one is the customer and money, which is really what we're in the business of, is incredibly emotional for our customers. So we have to be important in recognizing that first. But the ability for us to use and leverage technology and how we deliver effectively for those customers is going to be critically important and increasingly important. Uh, you know, I found I saw a funny stat yesterday, or maybe it's not funny, but today we all make about 35,000 decisions a day. That's up dramatically from when we were younger. And it's because it's just so easy to choose. And we do things, whether it's digital, in person, um, what kind of gas I want at the gas station. There are just 35,000 small decisions that we're making every day. And so what we try to do is use technology to help you reduce that cognitive load when it doesn't need to be a big decision. So think about using insights. I just had one that said, you know, hey, Beth, did you know that you're using Spotify three times because you have kids and you have a husband and you have yourself and you have a premium, um, you know, you have a premium subscription and you could do it all through one. Or how do you think about those tiny little things and push this button to make that happen? Those kinds of things are highly valuable to our customers. They're based on, you know, analytic insight. But if we deliver it correctly through the right channel, we're helping reduce that cognitive load so then we can you know, offer the advice and more, per, you know, more important insight when needed and when you really want to be thinking about it as a customer. Okay. When you look at the technology challenges, you know, one of the big uh, things that we see is uh, getting them to work, right? The MarTech stack is growing exponentially. Uh, you know, we sit at a kind of unique uh, crossroads between the brands and the suppliers. We have analyst reports on a number of different technologies, but still getting them to work in a seamless manner that you've talked about a number of times is, is very uh, challenging. It can be very, very challenging for brands because what is promised may not be actually what uh, actually is the output. So, you know, how do you manage that challenge or what do you think the biggest challenge you have in, in getting all of this great technology to work in a manner that's advantageous to the brand? Yeah, I think I think one of the biggest challenges is the focus on the stuff that's not the whiz bang, the sexy new thing, the new MarTech that's really growing. I, I work a lot with our data. When I say data and analytics, there's a data component that fuels all this, as well as the fancy MarTech you put on top to measure and to think about different channels or how you think about offering insights, um, you know, through a decision engine and AI and to the customers. But bad data in bad inside out or, or, you know, incorrect targeting. And so we do spend a lot of time and investment thinking about that underlying data strategy that then can link to the more exciting uh, technology or other things that we're doing from a MarTech stack. And that's where I think it's easy to forget, but focusing on things like channel integration. How do I make sure I can get relevant content and information for my brand into whether, you know, I always talk about, I just said, don't only talk about the mobile app, but that's obviously important, but it's also salesforce.com for us, right? It's into the hand of a branch banker. It's into the hand of a corporate CFO if we did an M&A report and get that feedback back to change. That piping is really important. And we're starting to really invest in the talent and the expertise to get the piping right, as well as the, you know, interesting insights and MarTech and, you know, content development capabilities to sit around it and on top of it. Okay. When you look at uh, customers, we all know that customers are changing. They were changing uh, before COVID. And obviously, the impacts of COVID had uh, some uh, unique challenges and, and impacted behavior as well. How do you feel your customers are changing? And how are you as a, a large banking entity uh, kind of adapting to that change? 
Yeah, I think it's just an acceleration. As I said, it's an acceleration of that that need for, for us. As I said, money's our product. I mean, fundamentally, that's what we do. And we, and we help you enable things through your ability to manage your money most effectively and how you want to do that and, and the way you want to interact has changed. So we're investing a lot to respond to that, to think at that segment of one, what's going to be relevant to you versus to others and enable that whole ecosystem in delivery. So I think that's really important from a customer perspective. I think the second thing I would say, and from a brand and a customer perspective, is that's not enough anymore. So the other change we've seen, just like everybody else in the environment, is our customers really want us to be great members of the community, as well as have great experiences with them. And, and are we actually asked that question in our survey, and 70% of our customers said that having citizens be a um, good member of the community or add you know, an essential member of the community, I think is the word they used, is critical to their choice to bank with us. And so we're thinking a lot about how do we make sure that it's just not a brand that's about banking and about you know, features and functions and products, but that we're investing in those communities that we serve because that's critical as we think about our brand promise to our customers going forward. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Beth, for taking the time to talk to us today. It was very interesting to hear about citizens and your approach to uh, customer experience, customer loyalty, your surveys and everything that you're doing for the customer. So uh, looking forward to hearing more from you and your team uh, throughout the year. Great. Thanks, Mark. Perfect. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Have a wonderful day and join us back for our next edition in our Leaders and Customers Loyalty Series. Have a wonderful day. Thanks.